At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. If you are ready to transform your backyard into a haven of relaxation and luxury, look no further than our amazing podcast sponsor, Lacqua Azura Pool Services. With over 20 years of industry experience, Lacqua Azura is a name you can trust when it comes to services, equipment repairs, and restoration for all things pools. If you're looking in the South Florida area for your pool to be serviced on a month-to-month basis, Lacqua Azura posts an impressive five-star rating on Google reviews, and it's a testament to their dedication to the customer satisfaction and top-notch service. Also, if you mention Messi & Co., you will get your first month of pool service absolutely free. So don't wait for pool service, patio renovation, or more. Call them now at 954-793-7206 and get a free quote for any project. Thanks, Lacqua Azura. Okay, hello and welcome to another awesome episode of Messy and Co. I am Ashley and I'm here with my great co-host Gian and we are going to be talking all things Inter Miami, our preview versus FC Cincinnati, which is going to be taking place tomorrow night at Drive Pink Stadium in Fort Lauderdale. Lots to discuss, lots of big storylines. Lots of what ifs happening with the club, with the playoff position. Um, but just to start, since we last spoke on that beautiful Wednesday post game, how are you doing, Gian? Uh, I'm doing a lot better. I will say I cooled. I cooled <laughs> down. Uh, I've, uh, I I definitely was at a tough place, but uh, no, much much better. And uh, I think that uh, there's been some news that are. It'll probably be good news for Inter Miami fans as we move forward and look into next game. So I'm doing good. It's nice to be here. Good, awesome. Yeah, we let's start there because the big question on everyone's mind, I would say for legitimately the first time since the uh the Toronto game, is Lionel Messi going to be playing tomorrow? Is he going to start? Is he coming off the bench? Is he back from injury? Um, lots of questions, lots of unknowns we saw today that both Lionel Messi and the club 
posted photos and basically previewing his involvement in the match tomorrow. So all the signs are pointing toward his participation, how much he's going to play. We don't know, but um, it's, it's certainly we're happy about that, right? Like if, if he's yeah, healthy and definitely. he's able to contribute, even if we don't know exactly, maybe it could be a little too, too little too late in terms of the MLS playoff push, but we still having him on the field representing into Miami is what we all want and what is, you know, the future of this club. So what are your thoughts? Do you, do you think he's going to start? Do you think he's going to come off the bench? Do you think he's going to play? I, I just think it's good news that it he actually hit the field with the rest of the team right. and took and participated in the heavier type of drills, the more involved type of team drills, and and participated in in things that were more extenuating um, physically than I think that he was prior to to this last practice because we saw that he was coming out uh, sometimes for a few minutes right out, you know or at the tail end of the media session. And apparently, he was training on his own. He wasn't really involved in in anything that kind of would uh, need him to exert himself in any way. So I think that's a really good sign just to see him practicing normally now with his teammates. I think that's going to be a big deal uh, for the team also from a confidence perspective and uh, a morale perspective. That's definitely going to be a morale booster for the team to have Messi uh, training in much better form with them. So I think that that leads me to believe that he probably starts, especially I, I think he starts also because – the plan is probably to have him play in Argentina. Uh, I think he wants to play for Argentina. And I don't think, especially after all this time of not log logging time on the field to just go in without having any, any meaningful play for Inter Miami to just step onto a, an international stage and, and play for a world cup qualifiers in South America. And as we all know, world cup qualifiers are, are really tough and very physical. So I don't think that he wants to put himself through that. So he needs, you know, training will only, I think, condition him so much. He needs gameplay, real gameplay um, for the club. So I think that that's one of the reasons why we'll see him. Not to mention, while it no longer really depends solely on us, as far as the playoff push is concerned, it really does depend on what other teams do as well. I think that there's still a chance. And I think that that's why he also wants to participate uh, to give kind of the team hopes with hopefully winning against Cincinnati. Not that it's going to be any easy feat, but if he does win and then he leaves and doesn't play next game, at least he's still leaving them in a position where hopefully they can continue on uh, and, and hopefully win the next match, which I believe is against uh, after Cincinnati against Charlotte. So, Charlotte, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I definitely think that, that we will see him play. Uh, if he doesn't play, um, from the beginning, then hopefully he gets maybe 30 minutes in the second half. But I think it's really important that he does see some time before he goes to Argentina. And that's going to be pivotal in making sure that he doesn't re-injure himself and that he's in good physical shape to to endure. Um, I don't know if it's going to be one or two games with Argentina. We'll see. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think he will be playing tomorrow, um, barring any significant changes. In terms of starting or not starting, we know he doesn't normally like to play unless he's going to start and, and yeah. play. That's kind of his style. And so um, I could see him starting. And I think, you know, just from the 
the boost for the club, I can see him starting. But, it, you know, if they're trying to be more cautious than they had been in the past with the, you know, incident with Toronto, maybe he comes off the bench. Uh, but, yeah, he definitely will play tomorrow as as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but, you know, before we go sort of into the actual game preview and talking about the lineups and our uh, opposition, it's been an interesting, as we know, week, week and a half for Inter-Miami with – some lows. We won't. We won't lie. You know, we've we've experienced a lot of ups, but there's been a couple downs this past week. And another wrench in the plot is that we found out today from various reports that uh, La Familia, the supporter section at Inter Miami games, loyal loyal fan base who have been supporting the team since the inception and the first games in 2020. Um, was going to protest tomorrow's game and they were going to not show up and they were going to leave an empty supporter section uh, to protest what we all know now as, you know, a pretty significant spike in ticket prices for, for next season. And obviously it coincides poorly with the fact that Messi hasn't been able to play and that overall the team has just not been performing at a high level. You've seen a decline. We've seen a lot of unknowns with the team, you know, put that together with the huge increase in ticket prices, there's been some unrest and they were going to not go tomorrow's game and to protest and the club caught wind of it and they've set up a meeting. I don't know the details of it and I don't know when it's going to happen, what it's specifically about, if it's even possible to change the ticket prices because um, people have started, you know, paying them, like have renewed their season tickets. So I don't know how that would work or, you know, what the demands are. But La Familia will be attending the game tomorrow. However, expect maybe a little bit more of a subdued atmosphere, maybe not as much of the songs and the instruments and things like that to kind of show, you know, yeah, we 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 have Messi and you've provided us supporters with so many great things this season. We can see the future is bright, but don't take advantage of us. And, you know, we've seen it with big clubs and their supporters, their ultras all over the world show time and time again that no one player or one kind of uh, selfish act, not by Messi, but I mean like by the team, by the club, uh, overtakes the supporter. No one's bigger than the fans. And um, I think it's a good it's a good precedent to set. It's an important message to set because, again, we're not blaming Messi or any of our big players who have performed so well. If he's hurt, he's hurt. But it's the fact that the way the club has handled it, the clear commercialization of everything and having to put the fans through the ringer um, isn't being taken lightly. What are your yeah. what are your thoughts on kind of yeah. all of it? Yeah, so I I don't know how or if it will in any way affect pricing for any season tickets, um, especially outside of the supporter section. I don't I don't really see that happening like they're not going to go in and and change right stuff for anybody else but um what i do think is i don't know and there, there hasn't been much information on this i don't know how much ticket prices changed for the actual supporters section themselves because as we know the supporters sections especially the the, the biggest groups have a lot of power in soccer um with when it comes to the clubs because the clubs depend on the supporter section to be the loudest to bring that atmosphere to hypen up the game and to always be behind the team um they're the ones that are the most loyal sometimes when yeah. especially before before messi arrived 
when you had a few hundred people in the stands, they were always showing up. It didn't matter who played, who they, who Inter Miami played against. It didn't matter who's on the team. It will never matter who's on the team for the supporters section. Um, so I think that that's one of the reasons why the supporters sections have so much power and, and Inter Miami knows this. So they're going to respect what supporter section says. And if the supporter section wants to have a meeting, um, they're going to give them that meeting. They've done, they've, they've, They've given meetings to the supporter section in the past numerous times. Um, they have a really good working relationship. So I don't know how much, again, I don't know also the validity of, of the report. So the reports do exist. I don't know the validity, validity of them yet, but um, I think that something, if that's the case, something must be going on there. Uh, we know that usually clubs have an allotment of tickets for these supporters groups at a discounted price. That's typically how it works across all soccer. So again, I don't know with this change in season tickets, I assume there must've been some change for the allotment and tickets for the supporters section where possibly the supporters groups were saying, yeah, that's that's too much. You can't do that to us. We're here every game, rain or, sh rain or shine, don't matter who, who plays, we're not selling our tickets. We're not the guys that are gonna be on the resale, on the resale market giving it up, we're gonna be here uh, supporting 100%. So maybe that's a factor that maybe played into it. The other thing is also that we have to remember the supporters group is also not just one group. There are a lot of there there yeah. there are a few different groups within there. You've got Lee, uh, um, Vice City, which is uh, the largest one there. You've got Southern Legion. I think you've got uh, Nacion Rosinegra. You've got a few different ones. So I also wonder with those reports, is it one of the groups that said that? Is it a couple of groups that got together? That's that's something that I I, I would be interested yeah. to to find out because I think a, a lot of these groups are separate, so it would take yeah. a lot. I don't for know. These, I, yeah, it would take a lot for them to to get together and to to have everybody buy into. Hey, we're not going to give our one hundred percent. Like that's these guys give one hundred percent no matter what. So so again, there are these reports out there. It'd, it'd be interesting to see tomorrow what uh how much the I environment's think, like yeah what the environment's like and how much uh of that uh of those reports are i don't know if true or, or maybe how much still holds to what what is being reported tomorrow so that'll definitely be something interesting but i don't i don't in any way expect there to be um nothing at all going on there there's they're going to be there are there are diehard fans that doesn't matter what's happening they're going to show up so yeah absolutely and i mean i think it will be interesting because it's it's a really really important time for the club right now this juncture is really really important because um no player is bigger than the club and bigger than the supporters and this is again there's no i mean at least for me personally i don't blame Messi at all for anything that's transpired over the last few weeks if he's been injured he's injured and it's not his job as a player to tell people or what, you know, to, and it's not, and he's obviously not the one choosing the ticket prices for next year. Like there's only so many things that are in his control, right? When he can play his availability and performing when he's on the field. And every single minute he's been on the field so far for Inter Miami, he has given 100% and performed at still the highest level. The issue is of course, with the club's handling of everything and just, you know, the, the worries about the commercialization and just, you know, the fact that the prices, we've seen all the comparisons that the the cheapest ticket for for the supporter section or whatever for season tickets for next season is more 
than like what 85 percent of the Premier yeah. League club season ticket prices or something like yeah. that. It's a communication. Yeah, it's unsustainable, and the Messi won't be here forever. Like he's not going to be here forever. He's going to hopefully be here for at least two more years, hopefully, but he's not going to be here forever. And and Inter Miami, if they want to continue and you know give the fans what they deserve, they're building this brand new beautiful stadium. They have a South Florida diverse, vibrant community who are ready to support this team continuously. Um, they need to make the right decisions. And so, again, we don't know the validity of everything with this, with these reports. I'm sure more information will come yeah. out. I will be at the game tomorrow. So yeah. I'll let everybody know kind of how the environment goes. But Ashley, something interesting. I think that I think that the biggest issue that people are having with is the communication. Because, you know, to your point, I don't think anybody's really angry at Messi. You, if he doesn't feel like he can play, then that's something you have to respect. And if he doesn't feel like he can play, then I want to make sure he doesn't play. Because as a fan right. and other and other fans want to make sure that, you know, this is a two and a half year deal here that, that we're going to be with. And we don't want to rush him if he can't. And if there's anybody that wants to play more, than, it's going to be messy. He wants to play every right. single game if he can. So I don't think many people have an issue with that. I think what people have an issue with is they don't really believe. I think that they think that Inter Miami knows or knew that Messi wasn't going to play for a certain amount of games and they feel like they were being lied to and instead of being told hey from day one or maybe a couple of weeks in hey this is what Messi has he's going to be out three to four weeks or right. four to five weeks and then that way you know there are fans that don't doesn't matter if he plays or not are going to show up but we have to understand this is MLS and in the United States. This isn't European soccer that has been around for 100 years where there are diehard fans that are just – it doesn't matter who plays. We've got this – is, this is a show, the greatest show on earth. You've got people aside from You're the – You're trying to build trust. Fans. You're trying exactly. to get new fans. Yeah, and there's fans that are coming in because of Messi, which was from the beginning the goal, was to bring in new people into MLS. And – they think that they're being lied to so that they can continue to buy tickets thinking that Messi is going to be there when they believe that now as this has unfolded, that it seems like Inter Miami, according to them, knew from the beginning he wasn't going to play until tomorrow. But he kept – they didn't say anything so that people would continue to buy tickets. I think that that's what some people believe and what bothers them the most. And you take into consideration what just happened – the last game against Chicago where they released a report that showed Messi as questionable, but After he, he didn't, didn't, he, he didn't yeah. even travel. So when you start yeah. to put no, the it's... pieces together, it shows something kind of ugly that I, I don't want to accuse anybody or say anything, but it actually in this business, it's optics. Like you're somebody that dabbles in, in marketing. I've dabbled in, in marketing or do marketing. Like it is it's optics. all about no, optics it's, it's, and the optics look 100%. kind of bad. Um, no, so I, I, I yes. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of the issue that a lot of fans have had with as, as far as being frustrated or angry with the, with the club is these aren't $20 tickets. These aren't $50 tickets. You've got people that are investing money that maybe shouldn't even be investing that money that maybe don't have enough for other things and are taking away to put three, $400 on a ticket to take their kid to a game where they're being given this false hope 
in their eyes and thinking, nah, you knew, you guys knew from the beginning he wasn't going to play in, 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 just so I can buy these tickets. So not to go off anymore yeah. on, on intent, but I think that that's what it, that's what it is. But I, I don't think anybody's mad at, at Messi to be to your point. Yeah, and because you know, there's there's a lot of different factors, like mitigating factors that matter. And so, you know, people will say, um, you know, you can't expect Messi to play every single game. If you if you go and you spend all this money and you and he's not there, then that's you know that's you're a risk you took. In normal situations, yes, but that's when you're when you're honest about an injury, right? Like yeah. that that sometimes happens, but. There's a couple, like, here's a couple different things. Number one, they needed to be honest about the timeline. And for the people who bought the tickets for Soldier Field in advance, you know, three weeks ago or four weeks ago or whenever Messi signed and the scalpers who did it, if um, if they found out three or four weeks ago, then, like, sucks for you. You you took a risk and you and it didn't pay off. Yeah. But at least you you knew. And, and for the scalpers who bought it, and then they lose money, I feel 0% of remorse, right? Like that that's part of the game and happens. But for your regular fans, you know, with MLS and with everything, you know, what they're doing and how much money they're giving Leo and what they're trying to build. Yeah, you can say it's not all about him. We, you know, there's other professionals, you should still come, da, 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 da. Maybe true, but maybe they, they need to see him in the first game that they pay for, or that they go to, or that they're making a whole thing. Then you want to have them keep coming. And so yeah. just the handling of it. I mean, you had David Beckham, you had um, you had um, Zlatan, and you know a couple other big names who have come over the years. And it just seems as if they've never had. And obviously, no one Beckham was close, but obviously, no one is as good as Messi and at this current time or have as much of a global brand. But Beckham was close, and so you know, especially if you've seen his documentary this week, like he was everything in the world. And the fact that MLS is looking like, uh, and especially Inter Miami, but MLS overall looking like a bunch of amateurs, not knowing how to handle this and and not thinking five minutes ahead of understanding what they need to get. Because in America, you're right. It's not all about the love of the sport or the passion or the things that, you know, the hundreds of years of tradition. That's not how, that's maybe, that's baseball, that's football in America. That's not soccer. And if you're trying to, you know, get people to start attending all of these games and get their support and get them to get the Apple, you know, season pass and to, to become passionate about it. You can't lie to them. And and over since September 21st, since the initial injury with, with Argentina, and again, it's not Messi's job, but for everyone around from the club to the, to the league, they have lied continuously about it to everybody and no one's going to trust it next year especially when you have um Copa America happening where everyone and their mother knows that that Argentina is the priority for Messi people are going to not want to buy games because they're going to be like I don't know if he's going to show up and now Inter Miami's tripling quadrupling prices not not worth it whatever I'll see him on TV in, in, in like a month and a half, you took, which we saw over the summer, which was this amazing jump to the season. And obviously it helps because he played every game and, you know, he was winning. But you saw the excitement, the spreading of the media, people now being interested in other games because the other game results affected Inter Miami's playoff spots. You started yeah. to see people being interested in the other stars. You saw star, uh, you know, players from Dallas. At Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. From Nashville, from MC Cincinnati, gain all of these followers after playing Inter-Miami or, you know, being in an important match around Inter-Miami. All of these things you're losing or you're getting people to be very skeptical of it and to have your own fans already be so upset because of the clear trying to take advantage of a situation. Um, it's really poor to see. And, you know, I want to reiterate, we have a lot of Messi fans. We're not blaming Messi. It's not his job. He's, he's there to play and he plays amazing. And if he's injured and if he's unavailable and, you know, he's older and they need to manage it, that is 100% okay. If the yep. fact that maybe it just worked out that by the by now and you know going into Argentina, it's just how it worked out that is how he got healthy. No one would be mad, but it's just how everything has been communicated and hidden. That's that's been a problem for some people. But we, you know we'll move on because we've we've talked about it a lot. But I think it's important for us to kind of make those points as huge Inter Miami fans, obviously huge yeah. Messi fans, but huge Inter Miami fans who have been here before and who will pro- continue to be here after Messi to understand what the league and what the team needs to do to be able to really maximize this moment and continue growing the club and the community. Um, but so enough about that. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and move into the game tomorrow, our preview uh, versus FC Cincinnati, who are number one in the Eastern Conference, who won the Supporter Shield, Community Shield, Supporter yeah. Shield. Yep, the supporters. And who shield. are a great red hot team who would be difficult to play in any circumstances, but certainly now where we need to win out one hundred percent in order to be able to potentially make the playoffs and also just to give the fans a good solid performance. Tough team to play against in those circumstances. Yeah, yeah, they're a very tough team. Um, I mean, playing them during any moment 
would be difficult. And uh, I think even more so now where you you're going into this game with so much pressure, uh, so much pressure because you have to win your last three games. You've got to depend on others. So you're going to be score watching as well. You have been struggling as as a team. Miami has been struggling as of late. They've they've struggled scoring, struggled winning. They've struggled, I think, putting together a good game without Messi. With uh, you know, there were a couple of games there that we kind of saw some bright spots, like against Orlando, against Toronto. But other than that, there are we've seen. I think we've seen this team on opposite side of the spectrum. We saw again some good signs, and then just a, a, a team that you have no faith in, unfortunately, when Messi's not around. So, I think it's tough. It's tough, um, and we're gonna see how resilient this team is going up against Cincinnati. They can lift themselves up, compose themselves, and and kind of say, you know, screw everything else that's happened. Like, who cares that we lost last game? Who cares? You know, we're gonna play. Like, we're just gonna look at what's happening today. And I think that's also in the playoff races again. It could be daunting knowing that you've got to win the next three. It's kind of just focus on what's going on right now. Just focus on Cincinnati. Don't focus on anything else. Take one game at a time. If Messi go, comes into play or, or plays this game, I think it's a huge morale booster. Then the obvious that obviously makes the team better all around. It brings confidence, but it's just a morale booster to have your captain, your number one guy on the field with you. Uh, it doesn't seem like Alba is going to be available. Uh, it doesn't seem like Campana is going to be available, but really a, a really a tough, but I think uh, if a tough task, but I think that if they pull it together, they have an, enough to win. You know, and Cincinnati is just coming off a loss against the New York Red Bulls. They lost 2-1. Um, and then prior to that game, they beat Toronto 3-2. But in both instances, Toronto was able to score two goals. New York Red Bulls was able to score two goals on them. I'm hoping that, Miami sees that and says, hey, you know, we're we should be comparable to those teams, especially with Messi on the field, that we should be able to score and that shouldn't be shouldn't be an issue for us. Um, and then we're looking at a team that plays or has played in New York, has played a 5-3-2 formation. So I think that they need to make sure they find a way to be creative, whether for Miami, especially knowing that they're they might have to deal with a back line of five against Cincinnati is they're going to have to find ways to be good on offense. They're going to have to not just focus on one thing because they're going to get shut down. If they just focus on driving the ball right up the middle of the field, they're going to get shut down every time. They need to be able to give this New York team different looks, especially with so many on defense. They're going to have to Cincinnati. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? New York. New York, know, yeah, yeah. Right, Cincinnati. Um, thank you. So they're going to have to give the Cincinnati team different looks, whether it's at sometimes trying to drive it up the middle of the field, sometimes opening up the wings with. Again, we'll talk about who plays, but just based on who's played in the past, uh, you know, opening up the wings with maybe Farias or or Noah, opening up on the right side with either Taylor or Yedlin. Uh, and then I think what's going to be important too is trying to drive plays from the back line and and hopefully. We've seen Miller in the past and Aviles um, in the past be able to place good filtered balls behind the defense into a running um, Farias or, or, or in this case, maybe Joseph or Campana. So I think that it's going to be important also to have that the defense at some points with Aviles and Miller to try to put in some, some balls from the back line and just kind of keep it 
keep a good mix. And I think that that's one of the things that Inter Miami has kind of lacked these last few games is just the creativity. And you can kind of understand it again because Messi's the motor, right? And Messi's the motor. No, no, no Alba. Busquets, if we pay attention to what teams have been doing to Busquets lately, they've been shadowing him a lot, making sure, especially knowing if, if they don't have Messi on the field, the, yeah. the guy that's going to distribute the ball is going to be Busquets. It doesn't get easier for opposing defenses to make sure if, if we lock this guy down, we lock the gate, we, we basically gatekeep the midfield and they're not, it's going to make it so much diffi more difficult for Miami to build. So kind of finding a way to make sure also that Busquets frees himself up and then some players elevating their game. Like we know some of these players, what they're capable of. We've seen what Kremaski mm -hmm. can do. We've seen what Farias can do. And those players, I think, as of late, and again, it has something to do with Messi not being on the field because he takes a lot of uh, the, a lot of eyes off of you and allows you to have a lot more space. But I think that they do, they have to step up their game. Kremaski and Farias, if they play, I met, we mentioned this in the post game, uh, last post game. Tata has mentioned many times that Farias, in his eyes, is the one that is the one player on Inter Miami that is most similar to Messi, and has the similar skill set to Messi where he is a power on offense he can create and there have been times where he's just lacked in that area so I think that as long as he can step that up I think that we we can find a way to win and the biggest key again is going to be Messi and Messi um being creative on the offense and and some players stepping up and then as far as defense I don't know if you agree with me Ashley but I think the defense has done um a good job as far as defending when they're in a good place. The issue has been when they turn the ball Transition. over, that has been the biggest deal. So I think make sure the defense takes care of the ball and figure out a way to make sure your fullbacks do a better job of getting back. And you've mentioned that in the past too. I, I know. So I know you agree with that is making sure that like, if you're going to have, both full, you know, I don't know if maybe you can balance it out and have one fullback not push as high up when another one is like take turns. Gedlin goes up, Noah stay back a bit, or but a lot of times we turn the ball over, fullbacks don't get back, and and it's just you know the 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 opposing offense puts numbers on on the counter and they just kill us. So I, I think it's a manageable game. Uh, there's a chance, but very tough. Yeah, I, I agree with all of your analysis. Um, I, I tell you what, though, I don't think they, they can't not do a back five for the rest of the season just because they've shown time and time again that our fullbacks can be responsible for, for tracking back and balancing the defense in transition. And if we want to play forward, um, we, we can't do it. So uh, if Messi starts, I can maybe see the 4-3-3 stick, but if he doesn't, um, I expect to see a five, three, two lineup yeah. and, um, yeah, I, I agree with all of you think we need everyone to step up. We, there's still, you know, nine points we can get two, uh, two of, you know, six of those nine are going to be against a, a team that is directly above us. And, uh, there's, there's potential. I mean, we can see how other results, you know, DC has been struggling. Um, New York city FC have been pretty good but they've been very rocky all season so there's you know there's definitely and Chicago too Chicago obviously had that big win on Wednesday but yeah. they've had a very rocky season so there's there's definitely potential um I think most importantly though is we expect to see 
effort and just a better overall performance from every individual for these next three games. Because you have to also remember, for some of these individual players, they need to fight to secure their place on the team for next year. Yep. And Mm -hmm. the performances recently have not been doing that. And I think that with only three games left, excluding playoffs, you need to see, uh, you need to show that you're worth being kept on this roster with some of these guarantees. I mean, we already have guaranteed uh, eight spots that we know are going to be right. We have our three DPs, our three young DPs, Kamal Miller and Drake Callender. Those are eight guaranteed 100% going to be there next year. A couple others are guaranteed. I can't think of their contracts off, you know, the bat, but maybe they could be traded. I don't know. But outside of those eight, there's another, you know, 10 to 11 spots that it's not guaranteed for anybody. And you need to show your worth and be able to produce uh, with or without Messi. And what we've seen is that not Kambana, that's another one that's obviously guaranteed. But so outside of that, we we got to see some people really want to step up and show that their quality, like we've said time and time again, you don't have to win every game, but you need to show your worth and your effort. And that's what's, and that's, what's been missing. So with yeah. that being said, starting lineups, who do we think is going to play? And I, again, we really are unsure about Messi. This is the last few games. We've all felt very confident that obviously he's not going to be starting um, except for the U S open cup final. I think that definitely took us all by surprise. Yeah. But besides that, we all feel very comfortable. He's not starting. I really don't know tomorrow. You know, we, we don't know. He, he's someone who he doesn't love coming off the bench. I think it doesn't go with his kind of flow and his game, his preparation for his body, for his mind, all of those things. If he has to, he will. But, you know, especially if he's going to be starting and playing for Argentina in a couple of days, he may be wanting to do, you know, business as usual. So I'm going to give the lineup, assuming he is not going to start. But again, we we all know it's subject to to change. So I think it's going to be a back five. Um, it's going to be. So this is already a part where I'm already in contention with myself because I'm <laughs> I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, I think it's going to be. I think I could see it working two ways, but I'll just give what I think traditionally. It's going to be Noah Allen on the left, DeAndre Yedlin on the right, and our three big guys in the middle where that would be uh, Christoph, Kamal Miller, and Tomas Aviles. I can see a situation where one of those three center backs is rested or doesn't play, is dropped, uh, and you have Robert Taylor be that left back, and you have Noah Allen be the third center back. Yeah. I can see that that being a possibility. I'm going to say for this scenario it isn't. Mm-hmm. Our, our midfield three, it's going to be a Royal and Busquets for sure. Again, I'm also another one where I think it's going to still be Kramashki, even though I think Ruiz does deserve to be playing. But yeah. I don't think, especially if it's this setup, he's going to, I don't think he's going to be favored over Kramashki, especially since we know next week um, he's he was called up for international duty with a plethora of other players and Kramashki is going to have to play next week. So it's one of those things where you want to keep him in form and in game. And then up front, uh, it's going to be obviously Joseph Martinez and Facundo Farias. If Messi starts, I could see it being that exact lineup. But instead of Joseph, it's Messi. I could see that being a possibility if it's not the four three three. So I know I gave a lot of what ifs because I yeah. have so many. There's so but many. Do the four three three again. Kind of my vibe. Do the four three three. If it's the four three three, who do you see in defense? If it's a four three three, it's going to be um, Kamal and Aviles. 
And then I, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then midfield. Because I think I think yeah. next year, if you're thinking about the future, yeah. which Tata has obviously, he has to start thinking about it even now. Um, while I don't necessarily think they have to get rid of Kristoff, he's not he's not their starter next year. It's Abby Lesson, Kamal yeah. Miller, hundred percent. So that's the priority partnership yeah. to develop. Yeah, I agree. And then midfield, you said even in the four three three, it's it basically stays the same. You're talking about Arroyo Busquets yeah. and probably Kremaski, right? And then yeah. up front, who are your top three? Farias, Messi, and who in the middle? Joseph? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So well, it's, it's a, not playing. Yeah. And yeah. to be fair to Joseph, I think he I think he did, especially for the two missed goals, he did everything he was supposed to do as a number nine in that game. He really did. He tracked back a lot, and he, he set up a lot of good passes for teammates. He got the he shot a great penalty. But the other teammates didn't do their end of the bargain you know and that's we don't know if that's something that's completely confusing yeah. but joseph didn't do anything wednesday that would make me say oh god no please don't start it no you know, I think, no i agree I he held his own he did i think he did the most with what he was given because he didn't have yeah. a lot of opportunities the, the team didn't really do a good job of getting him involved so i i i wouldn't i think that what he did with what he was given was amazing to set up those two opportunities for a goal that should have been goals I mean, there's, almost there's, sitters almost yeah, sitters really yeah there was no excuse to miss those which i think would have changed the game entirely they would have set a different 100%. tone for the game and we i think that those uh two missed shots unfortunately really um this damaged, has been a season the of team. Yeah. huge heights and huge blows before this you know before messi came we couldn't buy uh, a win or or you know the ball to go our way then Messi yeah. comes and everything seemingly went our way and then you know with the game against New York City FC how different is our conversation right now if Ruiz's goal goes in we get those three points if on Wednesday one of those two goals goes in we either draw or get the win you know it's a completely different conversation we're having right now but the tide turned back on us and and that's that's part of football that's part of soccer and so it's just going to yeah. be a matter of like you said the team showing showing their work okay. well, um so ashley before we go into i uh, into what our uh, scores are going to be or what we our score predictions i just want to give a shout out to our friends over at simplify so simplify is a professional it company providing solutions for small to medium-sized businesses in west palm beach broward and dade counties so what do they do they cover everything from your servers to your network infrastructure to your workstations mobile devices and vendor relations with total end-to-end -to -end, end -end solutions for all your technology and business needs so those are our, our friends over at simplify or simplify excuse me they have really good it solutions for businesses so make sure you reach out to them at 1-888-294-2083 again that's simplify at 1-888-294-2083 so we just want to thank again our friends at simplify so ashley you've had some successes not recently i've been not cold. recently but, but to be fair <laughs> to be fair i don't think anyone could have predicted what's been happening over no, the last no, no, two no. or three weeks it's been tough for sure <laughs> yeah but um, um I, if you want to i'll give my prediction and then that way you can close this out with your uh little magic eight ball prediction that we hope will be yeah. right before you do again. though do you do you agree with the lineup or did you have any other players you oh no 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 i i agreed 100 percent. that's why i i didn't really get too into because i would have said the same thing yeah. I, I think that i think that at this point in time we kind of have the regulars 
the, the guys that you can yeah. kind of count on and the, the ones that you named are are those guys that you count on the only one i can see in either lineup um maybe being iffy would be Kremaski. that would be the only one yeah i think that it right. could be ruiz it could be mota there's there's a few yeah. different oh, actually, I, I would love to see mota play yeah or even but, yeah. look even stefanelli stefanelli is is available yeah. as well so that's the only one that i could i would say is probably yeah. interchangeable so we'll see with that but other than that i think you were you were spot on that's exactly what i was going to say um so man this is a this is a tough one because it also is very depend hmm. if i'm not even going to i'm going to have full 100 faith in this team even though i know i had a meltdown on previous uh, <laughs> post game but but that's I, what being a fan <laughs> is that's why that's why yeah. we're fans yeah, no, one hundred percent, and that's what we try to do in this podcast is is blend the analysis with uh, the entertainment that being a fan brings <laughs> to this. That's uh, why but, we watch sports, right? That's yeah, one hundred percent. If it was easy, and if it was something we all knew what was going to happen, it wouldn't be very fun. One hundred percent. All right, so I'm going to go Messi or no Messi. I'm going to say we win this game because it is a must win. In in my opinion, it's we want to make it to the playoffs. It's going to be at home. And I think that the crowd's going to be behind us. I think that we think it's going to be a very tight game. And I think we come out 2-1. Very tight game. Maybe maybe it starts 1-1. And then maybe in the last 20 minutes, we score that, that last one that takes it home for us. What do you think? I, uh, I think it's going to be a little bit more open because mm-hmm. I, I just think in terms of our shape and our discipline, and our, you know, exhaustion, both mentally and physically, it's, we're not at the point where we can, I think, keep those, you know, one nil, two, one, one, one results anymore, whether it's for or against us, I just don't. So I'm going to, you know, back my team and I'm going to say we're going to win three to one and have a great wow. show. Three one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's going to be great. And that's like a, that's like 60 or 70% fan, 30%. Yeah. That's like 90 uh, 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh sports analyst there, but yeah, I, no, like it. I like my, it. This isn't my analyst take, but it's, you know, I think <laughs> I th- I do think it will be 1-1 at some points in the yeah. game, but hopefully in the second half if Messi comes off the bench, even, you know, we, we pull away. So that's my hope. Um, this has been a great show. Thank you as always, Gian. Uh, like I said earlier in the episode, I will be at Dry Pink Stadium. I will be at the game tomorrow night. I know a lot of our fans and you viewers are global, but if you're there and you see me, come say hi. I'd love to meet you guys and learn more about what you like, don't like about the show, what you want to hear more about. And, you know, we're, we're starting to plan next year and what the season's going to look like and our coverage, our events, all of that fun stuff. So, so yeah, I will be there. I'm excited because I love going to the games and I love watching our team come hell or high water. So that is it for another episode of Messi & Co. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Messi & Co. to keep up with all of our latest news, episode updates, uh, feedback on everything that we're working on. Listen to our podcast on all podcast plat- platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, all the different platforms. Just search Messy and you will see our logo from the top right available to listen to all of our episodes. We will have a live post game tomorrow. Not exactly sure who's going to be on it yet, but we will have it. There will be 
different people giving our feedback. Hopefully it's a good result. Hopefully we'll have great things to continue to talk about. But thank you for listening and have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, everyone. Are you ready to transform your space into a masterpiece? Introducing Mosaics, your destination for stones and more. Mosaics is a family-owned business serving the community for over 20 years. With the best quality porcelain, ceramic tiles, and high-end mosaics featuring unique modern designs, Mosaics has everything you need. Dedicated customer service, wholesale distributors, and a passion for excellence. Make sure you visit mosaics.com today to turn your vision into a reality. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.